All right, guys, welcome back to the School Food Rocks podcast. We got a great show for you today. Today, we have a special guest joining us, Dominic Monjovi from Atlas Metals, the renowned provider of high-quality serving line equipment. In this episode, we're going to dive deep into Atlas Metals' rich history, their commitment to quality, and how they are revolutionizing K-12 dining experiences. Get ready for an engaging and informative conversation that will inspire and empower school food service professionals. Let's go. All right, Dom, welcome to the School Food Rocks podcast, brother. It's so good to have you on here. We've been talking about this for a few months now. Um, How's it going down there in beautiful Miami? You know, it's going great, and I really appreciate you having me on uh, to talk about uh, Atlas and our product line. We really appreciate you coming down and seeing us and meeting with us and uh, seeing what we do down here. Uh, I appreciate being on the podcast. Thanks oh, for having me. Oh, it's it's definitely my pleasure. And, uh, yeah, I was hoping we were going to get get into my time in Miami uh, hanging out with you guys for the day because, dude, I, I just – after that trip, I fell in love with you, Jess, and the whole company. You guys are just amazing. I think your your attention to detail and your family oriented business and your your quality control. There's just so many amazing things about Atlas, and I can't wait to tell our listeners more about that today. Uh, I, I know you're going to do a great job uh, explaining why you guys are the leading in the industry for uh, serving line equipment. So, uh, before we get started, go ahead and tell us a little about a little bit about yourself and then a little bit about Atlas for our listeners who may not know you. You know, uh, I grew up around Atlas. My, uh, my father's been working here 41 years, uh, longest tenured employee at Atlas, but the tenure is uh, very long here at Atlas for all of our employees. So I kind of grew up around the company down here in Miami, Florida. I had went off to college to do some um, information technology uh, studies when I found my way back uh, Atlas kind of took me in as uh, following in the, the family footsteps, as many families here at Atlas do. Uh, and I worked my way around the technology aspect at Atlas. Then I started uh, kind of understudying in manufacturing here at Atlas, uh, kind of getting my um, cutting my teeth with the uh, vice president of manufacturing, my uh, predecessor, Mark Siegfried, and uh, learning everything in and out of the uh, industry of food service. So I winded up uh, naturally uh, working my way through production and becoming Mark's understudy. And then naturally when he uh, retired, I took over that position. And here I am as a uh, vice president of operations. Awesome. So how long has Atlas been around? You know, Atlas has been around, I want to say now we're going on 50, 75 years. We was founded in 1948. It has an interesting uh, and very substance history. Uh, Back then, it was sort of a um, mill house for uh, metalwork. Then uh, Mercury, our parent company, winded up um, purchasing the company somewhere around the 60s. And they started their foray in the Miami Center for machine work and mill work. I uh, started off working on IBM uh, printers and it kind of took off from there. And eventually it worked its way into the food service industry. In the 1990s, Atlas winded up purchasing um, Precision, which was a local fabricator. Uh, we uh, took in their BL line. So then we offered two lines of CA line and the BL line. And in the 2000s, we wind up coming with the Infinity line, one of our more premier lines. Beautiful stuff. Yeah. So you mentioned to me that that you're, you've been there for a while. Your father's the longest tenured employee. I, one of the things I noticed when I was uh, down there for that day visiting you guys was, you know, I, I had the pleasure of meeting. Originally, I think it was almost everybody in your, your two plants that were working that day. And you would say, hey, this is so-and-so. She's been here 28 years. You met her son, uncle, father. All of them have been here 30 years. So I was just so impressed that everybody I met, for the most part, had been there for decades and decades. And there were multi-generational uh, family members working with your company. What What is it about you guys that attracts people to stay, number one, with you for so long? And two, so important 
in such a great work environment that they encourage other family members to work there because that's that's rare these days. One, people staying in this day and age with one company for any length of time is crazy because people chase fifty cents. Um, but decades and decades and de- I, I I think when I got out of there, I'm like I think the average ten years tenure here is like twenty something to thirty years. It was absolutely amazing to me. What is it about you guys that attracts people? Um, to stay with you and bring the other family members in. You, you know, it's, it's, that's man, you're going to have me talking for a while here because it's such Let's an go. interesting topic and it's a great dynamic, you know, uh, it's, it, you know, you call it a family company. It's so interesting because it, it, it's a community and a family company because there's families that are literally here. People are like, well, what do you mean by that? Well, I mean, father and son, my father, longest tenure employee, he's the engineering manager. I've been here about 15 to 20 years. Uh, Jessica and David Mead, uh, they've been here their whole lives. Uh, we have uh, two sisters that used to be here. We have a mother and daughter that are here. We had a married couple that was here, a few married couples. In fact, over the years, we've had father and other father and sons. We've had cousins. Uh, we have about, I want to say, two or three sets of cousins here right now. We've had brothers here. So it's been a, it's a family company families work here and it's certainly like living in a community where you have all these families at different houses and you kind of look out for each other you know you work off of each other's uh, uh, uh skill sets and you're not afraid to speak up to each other and look out for each other and you know push back on things and accept the constructive criticism and move uh, the envelope forward. Uh, the experience here um, is is owed to that, to, to the to the culture where we support each other. Now, you talked about uh, Chase and 50 cents, and it's, you know, quite true. Uh, a lot of people leave companies for a quarter here, 50 cents there. And uh, we've never really had that problem because how we look out for each other and how we accept our differences here. Just because, uh, you know, you have a difference of opinion, uh, we don't hold that against each other. And I think that's that's ingrained in the Atlas culture. That's ingrained from the president all the way down. Uh, There's a reason why our average tenure is 15 to 20 years, which is about, what, 1,200 years of experience between both of our plans. That's that's absolutely amazing. Yeah, when you you get into it, so interesting because um, I think – Part of the retention that we get is the acceptance of that difference opinion and the open door policy we have, right? Uh, It's very important that the shop and the office, they are allowed to completely mingle and communicate. There's no disruptions in that force. Uh, The president is here at 7 a.m. in the morning and leaves at the end of the shift. Uh, along with everybody else in the plant. No one is above or beneath anybody else. And you can walk in the president's office at any time you want and raise a question or raise a point and you get an answer right there. And I think that attracts talented people and that keeps talented people. And I think that's what we have here. How how do you think being able to attract uh, talent and retain them for decades and decades in in many cases you know in, in this era and you guys are are incredibly incredibly strong in the QA department i mean i forget how many uh quality assurance points there were before a piece actually ever leaves your facility but i, I couldn't count them it was so many so many people look at it. so uh, how do you think uh being able to attract and retain people for so long has helped your company maintain those really, really high quality standards you have. Well, you, you touched on two points there. And, and the first being the, the points of inspection, it's is easily over a hundred, you know, with that experience, that tenure and that our retention comes the fact that everybody is responsible for the piece of equipment that passes through their, the, their through their department or through their hands. So if I'm out there in the shop and I see something, um, I question it. I can reject it. Uh, that goes for me. That goes for the press brick operator. That goes for the laser mechanic. That goes for the welder. They can say, hey, this dimension's wrong. I'm not accepting this. Bring this back. Call in the QA. Call in the plant manager. Uh, let's get this right. 
and it that that's without fault. No one gets in trouble for that. And I think that's so important. Everyone's confident in saying this is right or this is wrong or here's my opinion or can can we push that back now that retention and that skill set that we're able to keep is so important because even when uh people retire they never really retire from Alice I noticed that uh, I saw a few of them there yeah you know they come back to visit um we can call them for knowledge and information I think it's so important where when you keep some 1200 years of experience on the books, you are able to say, Hey, I saw that before, or, Hey, that's not right. Or, Hey, this is done like this, or, Hey, I seen this be done like this. And we're able to tackle all sorts of unique situations with creative solutions from the top to the bottom. Um, there's many times I can call my, I have called my predecessor, with a concern and it's like oh hey you know we we did this creative solution in the past see if see if that works out and you know that's so important to who we are and it's just something i've always known it's it's not um uh, uh it's something that other places don't have but it's something that's always been present here so i know no other way so it's so special when someone visits and like oh that's really interesting and it's like well that's just the way we do it here yeah, it's, so that's, yeah, it's not normal, dude. I would tell you, it's, it's it's not normal. I've I've had the opportunity to visit hundreds of different manufacturing facilities, and it's not normal the way you guys operate. Um, I think it um, does a lot. It does a lot of things for your organization operating like that. It you guys empower your employees at every single level to take ownership in the projects, whatever it may be. And and I know that definitely isn't the case in most, most places, you know, usually there's some senior people that are responsible for, for driving the bus. Um, but I, you know, I was able to see job sheets in in the plant and you explained to me how they got organized and, and put in place. And then you said, look, now it's up to the employees to decide in which order they do it. They're going to understand maybe better than us that, Hey, I'm already on this machine. I can knock out this other job at the same time. And there was, you you empowered your people to to Im- implement their own efficiencies to make your your organization better. I was very 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 impressed with that. I was also very impressed. You know, one of the questions I had for him was down there. I was like, "Damn, you told me that guy's been on that press for thirty two years, and he's the guy. Like, what are you doing? He's not the guy anymore." And then you you told me about look, there's opportunities here for everybody. We make sure everybody has an opportunity to continue to progress within this company and learn from their mentors. So it was amazing seeing 30 year veterans uh, willingly uh, mentor. I think there was a guy there was in less than two years and getting him ready to be the next next press guy. It was I was very impressed with that. Yeah the uh, the the. Uh, uh... The, the the passage of knowledge, a sharing knowledge, it's something that we don't hold back from anybody here. I think my story is a perfect example. You know, starting off in IT, um, I did internships here during college uh, and able to work my way up into my uh, current position. My father was a CNC operator and he's worked his way up into um, being an engineering manager into the engineering department. Uh, we love promoting and hiring within. We think it's important. We think it's uh, an asset. We think it's something that gives us a competitive edge. Uh, the president, uh, actually, uh, the, the previous president, Jessica's father, uh, Mr. David Mead, he, uh, when he started, he um, started in the plant. He started uh, around my father, funny enough, and they, you know, worked their way up together. Uh, uh, no one was better than anybody. You can see that in the Meads uh, more than any other better example here at Atlas, uh, they work alongside their workers and it's motivating for us. Uh, Jessica as well. You know, I started off with Jessica. Well, she started, we we go back and forth, but she started a little, a little before me, a few years before me. And and she worked her way up uh, from sales, uh, going through various departments, uh, being treated as any other employee here at Atlas. Uh, You know, you got to put in for your vacation days. If someone else put in in before you, there's no special treatment. And I think that was so important and it motivates other employees to see, oh, you know, I can become what I give. And uh, everyone gives their best here. Now, as for the tenure in the different departments, it's so interesting because um, 
our two press brick operators, I think they have about 50 combined years, our main press brick operators uh, between themselves. Uh, you know, we have the engineering department create these um, the nesting sheets that are digitally transposed into the uh, equipment out in the machine shop. Those guys don't need that. They know the bends, depending on the cut sheet they get, they know the, the gauge, the thickness, what the metal looks like. They know it from just all the years of experience they have. And then when you bring someone else in, and like you said, we have uh, someone under two years, we have someone under 10 years uh, kind of getting their um, their fellowship in the break department, they're sharing that knowledge. And when they're out, uh, those guys step up and step in and uh, you, we don't miss a beat because we don't hold back. Uh, you touched on another subject where, uh, you know, we pass out these, uh, these work uh, jobs and we let, the shop take control. It's very ingrained in what we do. And that goes back to the family and the community that we don't micromanage here at Atlas at all. You come in here. It's so interesting. It's very autonomous. You have your schedule. We trust you to get it done. And again, that goes back to our retention and the skills we're able to retain because you're allowed to putting your own personality into your job role, job scope. And I can't tell you what that's done for us. A, um, our employees don't feel, they know they're valued. They know uh, they can offer creative solutions and we'll listen. And many times we go that route. Uh, having that ownership allows us to creatively manage our schedule. And it's something we've been able, I believe, to, to give us a competitive edge over the uh, last few years, especially in the pandemic, where um, we terminated no employee uh, due to the pandemic. Every employee that was here before the pandemic stayed here based on their own accord. We terminated no employee during the pandemic. It was something that uh, uh, the company set out as an objective that we're in this together, it's a community, there's families here, we're gonna see this through, we're gonna uh, succeed together, we're gonna fail together. And I think it's given us a competitive edge to succeed together. And that's in and out of every department, uh, from plant one to plant two, from the office, from sales to engineering, to the manager's office, to the job floor. I hope that wasn't a long-winded answer, but no, it's a perfect <laughs> it gets, answer. It gets exciting. Yeah, it and gets I know, exciting. I know people are tired of hearing about uh, the pandemic, pandemic, but what you said was important. You know, no employee was terminated due to that event. And, you know, I'm sure that was a decision you made, especially early on when it said, hey, this is going to be two weeks. Hey, it's going to be four weeks. Don't worry about it, country. We'll be out of this in two months. And, man, that went on for two years, and I can't even imagine – the the loss in sales you guys had because nobody was buying that kind of stuff. I mean, you you do a lot of work at schools and your schools were closed. And you know, schools were were struggling. They were serving on the curb. So the fact that you stayed that course had to mean the world to your staff because I'm sure they saw friends and family that live in their community working at other manufacturing plants or supermarkets or big box stores or auto parts place or wherever it may have been there in Miami. Um, they may have started out with that same philosophy. We're going to retain everybody because this event's going to be over. And then before you know it, lots of companies were laying off people. Um, so kudos to you guys for understanding that it is your employees that set you apart. And without them, you're nothing. Um, so that's a huge, huge, huge uh, commitment on your guys' part to your to your people. Good or bad, we're, yeah. we're going to ride with you. <laughs> Yeah, it turned out no one wants to buy uh, no one's buying buffet units during a pandemic. Huh? No, they <laughs> were not. Social distancing, yeah. Yeah, makes um, made it, it tough. It was a goal, uh, and it wasn't uh, it wasn't a goal. I think that was planned. I just think it was known uh, that the company was not going to do that. Uh, we rely on each other. You know, when we say making metal personal. That's our tagline. This is a personal thing for us. Um, we've, so when you spend so many years with people, you know, they're, they're more than an employee. Uh, they are um, a friend, they're a family member, literal family members. It, it, so I really mean it when it's a community and when that pandemic happened and things got real tough, we looked on onto each other on how we could um, react and what we had to do, whether that was working from home or two shifts or um, reducing certain segments. Uh, and we did so. And we came out 
stronger. I absolutely believe that the talent stayed, the skill set stayed, the experience stayed, and we were able to react sooner in our market than others may have been able to react. Uh, so I, I, a hundred percent in in the hindsight, uh, you know, uh, Monday morning quarterbacking, uh, believe it was the right decision. Yeah. I it mean, was tough. Oh, yeah. it was tough for everybody, but the yeah. great organizations, like you said, came out of it better, um, because of their commitment to their people. You said something that, that I, I want to repeat and I want everybody to hear this because, you know, as, as leaders, whatever kind of industry you're in, we always emphasize the fact that it's important that our employees feel valued yeah you guys take it a step further they don't feel valued they know they're valued and i think that that's uh you know any any leader could say is i want you know i want i want to make sure my employees feel valued that's that's one thing to say but my employees know they're valued and i could say from my visit down there and i spent a good amount of time with you guys a hundred percent that's true i i've i don't think i've ever been to a place where I saw a hundred percent of the people, a hundred percent all in on a company. It almost felt like each one of them had an ownership stake in that company because they took so much pride in what they do. So, kudos to you guys for that, and and your employees because you guys do great work and and they're they're doing the brunt of it. Um, you guys are also, you know, a hundred percent of stuff you make is American made, right? That's important uh, for our country, um, especially as we're trying to rebound from all kinds of different economic situation. So um, not only are you guys building it there in Miami, but, um, you know, it's all American uh, manufactured equipment too, right? Well, yeah, yeah. It, it's such an interesting, uh, the American made story is so interesting because, uh, it, you know, the product is American made, the company is American uh, uh, made, and the people uh, are American made. It's the American dream where uh, you can go to a company and work your way up uh, from nothing to uh, whatever you want to be, whatever you're driven to be, uh, that's what Atlas provides. So it's so it's so interesting and so fun uh, to be a part of that story. Now, uh, everything here is American made. Um, we buy as much domestic material as we can. Uh, that goes for our sheet metal, our components. A lot of it's uh, North American. Uh, components. Uh, the sheet metal is very domestic. Um, it welds together really nice, uh, bends together really nice. It's premium. It's quality. It lasts longer. Uh, and that's uh, something we do by default. Um, again, it's one of those things where I think some places try to plan that out. We just do it because it was the right thing to do. And it, it, You say that and your industry is very competitive. I mean, the the, yes. the margins are very tight. And sometimes, you know, if, if a job's a, a couple hundred thousand dollars, you, you I mean, you guys can lose a job over a couple hundred dollars sometimes. So um, for that reason, I don't think all your competitors feel as strongly as you guys do about the importance of using those higher quality American uh, made steel. Um well, Have you, know, you guys ever think, thought about, hey, we needed a competitive edge. I can go down to this slightly lower grade stainless steel, and I know I can win this bid. Has that ever been a thought process for you guys? You know, it's an interesting thing. Has the point been brought up? Uh, of course. Um, like like I mentioned earlier, everyone is allowed to provide creative solutions, and uh, that's a particular solution for uh, some uh, people or some companies. For us, though, um, I think – We've always wanted a product we felt we can stand behind 100% of the time. We value the fact that we get phone calls of, uh, from schools and, and companies and customers that are saying, hey, I have your product. I bought it in 1991. I need a knob. I saw, I saw that firsthand while I was there. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Uh, and I, and I think that has, has, that speaks to the, our material choices are obviously our employment choices. Um, but the material choices, uh, so that kind of ca cascades on itself over the years that become decades, uh, that becomes almost uh, three quarters a century. Uh, these are the materials we buy. This is how we do it. It lasts a long time. We like that. We're going to continue that. That's who we are. That's what we sell. We don't ever want to lose a job, 
Um, we will always entertain uh, customers and see how we can work things out, but we cannot budge on um, our component choices and our material choices because we have to stand behind those things, and we do. Uh, regarding um, older uh, uh, items in the field that we get calls for, we have a uh, – as technology does, it grows, and it, it, it you have to grow with it. So we have an old system, an old IBM system that we used to use to uh, uh, track our, our lots and our batches. And as the 90s became the 2000s, it moved to a networking system, right, uh, PC-based. Uh, we had to migrate over. So when we migrated over, we figured, okay, we'll put um, this old uh, system, this old bus system, right, those old bus cables. We'll put that in the IT room, kind of store that away, and we'll be able to follow up with customers who call up for a few years, right, you know, two-year warranties that we offer, Standard in the field, five-year compressor warranty, standard field will stay five to seven years. Uh, well, you know, two years becomes five years, becomes 10 years, becomes 15, becomes 20, becomes 23. And here we are still getting calls about units from the 80s and 90s saying, hey, uh, I'd like to repair this unit. Uh, hey, can I replace this unit? Hey, uh, the school system would like to replace these particular carts or fix them up or change the laminate. Uh, here's our serial number, and the serial numbers are vastly different than what back then than what they are today. And uh, we'll pop open that system, kind of going down into the basement, turn on all the lights, uh, move the cobwebs, bring them up, and uh, and and get going with that. So that system has remained online simply because we still get calls from the 80s and 90s. Hey, we'd like to repurchase your equipment, not because it's failed, just because you know we're we're reorganizing our our kitchen, we're reorganizing our school, and uh, we'd like to. To, uh, continue with this um, this quality you provided back then, and we provide it now. So that that's so cool. But what's really cool to me, I don't know if everybody caught this, but they're still using one of your quality units from the eighties. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's the testament of your quality. So, Don, that that's amazing. So, tell me a little bit about what's in the Atlas Metal uh, portfolio today. You know, we offer a um, a wide range of uh, uh, holding food drop-ins and, and built-in equipment, um, refrigerator drop-ins, mechanical uh, countertop uh, drop-ins uh, to hold uh, certain food at uh, UL-approved uh, NSF agency-listed temperatures. We offer heated drop-ins, so uh, the RMs, the WCMs will be on the refrigerated side. We offer WH and WIH. Uh, individually controlled heated wells on the heated side. We offer a mix of heated and refrigeration um, units. We have our RMHPs, so you can hold either all cold or all hot. Uh, we offer WCMHPs, all cold or all hot. Uh, the difference between those two lines will be if you want them uh, agency listed or not. Um, and we are debuting our um, hot and cold line, which will which is uh, each well can be uh, hot or cold and be next to another well that's hot or cold. And that'll be our WQHC line right now that's offered in uh, two or three size wells. And that's on our uh, drop-in or built-in um, side, which uh, we can incorporate as a standalone unit for you to purchase. Or you can drop that in or build that into our own cart lines. Very, and, very cool. Uh, I got to see that while I was down there and, and learned a lot more while I was down there about how you get UL rated. It was I was just amazed at how difficult that process is. You know, it, it is a, it is a difficult process uh, when, when you do it correctly and you do it right. Um, I, I feel like we have a good relationship with the agencies. Uh, we had a, a few of our um, our engineers uh, go down or or up in the uh, uh, the coast to uh, Chicago to to go see their facilities and get a better understanding and idea uh, how to um, design uh, units that meet those requirements. And they come back and we utilize those creative solutions to do so. We mimic that environment here uh, for testing uh, purposes to make sure um, each of our units meet those standards. I think what's very important is that all of our units are uh, uh, final tested, final inspected. So it's inspected for quality. It's inspected for dimensional purposes. Is that what you bought? Is, is the, the quality, the finish correct? Are the schematics correct? The wattage, the voltage? electrical schematics correct but it's also tested uh so we turn it on 
We make sure it functions correctly. We make sure it frosts over. If you got a, a frost top to hold uh, food on top at a certain temperature, is the frost top frosting over? And uh, I don't know if you know this, but down in Miami, it's kind of hot and humid. Uh, supposedly it's supposed to feel like 107 this weekend. So our units are 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 being tested in that type of uh, environment. So um, the fact that they they're tested here. Uh, 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 has our backing, uh, uh, has our stamp of approval on it. Uh, so they're tested uh, overnight and, and for one day, and then they're able to go on to the customer if it's approved by a QA, who um, reports directly to the president. Uh, so uh, quality control does not report to me. Uh, the quality control reports directly to the president. I think that's so important when we talk about our lines because uh, quality control is able to reject anything and everything without recourse. I found that uh, they, fascinating when I learned that when I was down with you guys. I found it fascinating, and I think it's very unique that QA can skip your level and go right to the president and say he's wrong. This is wrong. Yes, yes, and I think it's so important. Uh, you know, that allows QA to not feel any pressure, no time pressure, no production schedule pressure, no pressure on saying, hey, this cannot go to a customer, this is not right, or this needs to be reworked, or I don't understand this. Um, and that only goes to the president, the only person that got to answer to the president. And that has allowed us to improve our quality because we take those things we learn and teach employees or teach uh, the QA what this means or what what that may mean. So that's a very important part of our process. QA steps in and out of both plants, in and out of all departments. Um, and we have a good relationship with QA because I don't think QA needs to be looked at as a negative uh, part of the process. I think it's a positive part of the process because I think we're all better for it. The customer is better for it, obviously. Production is better for it because we understand things better. Um, new employees are better for it because they're taught better. And that goes to our autonomous nature where you're going to be taught this. You're going to use your skill set and your personality to uh, uh, lend yourself to the line, uh, to, to, the, to the process. So one of the things that's Almost as impressive as that, because that's, I think that's, I don't know if it's unique in manufacturing, but it's rare if it's not unique, the ability to go right to the president for things like that. But what also impresses me about you, Dom, I got to like you a lot. You're just, you're, you're my kind of guy. You're my paisan. But, dude, I don't know many people in your position that wouldn't have an ego over that or, or get butthurt that like, damn. I'm the guy. Why, why, do, why do people get to go around me? It just undermines me. And, you know, I, I know this is fact because I know you that you're cool with it, man. And you actually think it benefits the company. And it, I think that's pretty rare, if not unique as well, that that your ego and your position does not get in the way of, of quality. You know, I think that goes back. I know I keep touching on that subject but it's just the culture here it's just ingrained here my predecessor did it the president i you know grew up with uh, mr david Mead did it jessica does it um you know we you can't have an ego here it's not right it's detrimental to the company it's detrimental to the people that you call your friends and, and are also employees and family members if you have something to say, say it. We are going to listen to you. The doors open to walk in and talk. Many times, someone will fact check me. They fact check me. It's a good thing. It makes me better. It makes them better. It makes them more confident. It makes me more confident because I'm constantly learning. There's no way you have a company run for three quarters of a century and you know anything or everything. Uh, that's that's the path to failure. So um, I know the, the 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 small group I I lead. Uh, I often say they lead me because I seek and value their opinions. And many times I'll promote an idea and they'll promote a better idea, and we go with the better idea. Um, we don't can't let the ego get involved in that because that's that, as I said before, that's the path to failure, and that's just been ingrained here from the bottom up uh, in every department. Everyone speaks up, 
and everyone has a chance to uh, promote a great idea. And that's how you win. And I think that's how we've been successful. Uh, so it's, it's funny. I, I just look about you normal. guys. Yeah. It's not normal. But, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, that's normal. So it's all, it's not to hear from outside, but since I grew up here, since I have, you know, almost my whole life I've been here, it's just something we just, we do. Well, you got to know that's not normal. I think it's, it's <laughs> exceptional and it's rare. And it's a testament why you guys are so successful. So sorry to take you off track right there, but you got to. No, no, it's okay. Yeah, tell tell me about your your different server line solutions that you have because I I know you got you got a line that's going to fit everybody's budget. You guys, I'm going to say it right now. I don't think you guys aren't the cheapest on the market. No, we're not. We're not the cheapest on the market. And you but, should uh, you should be you should not have to defend that neither because <laughs> there's a. There's a there's a price for value. You're not the most expensive on the market neither. So I just want everybody to know that. I mean, if if you're looking for the cheapest, you're you're probably not the guy. You have a line that's going to fit anybody's budget. We, we we do feel we have a line that fits everyone's budget. We we feel we have drop-ins and built-ins that fit everyone's budget, and that's the difference between the WCMs and the RMs. And we offer different accessory options you can build up or build down. It's your choice, and we'll work with you. Uh, we don't charge um, engineering fees. We don't even put engineering fees on the back end. Absolutely not. I think that's so important. So if it, many times we'll work with um, dealers and customers over the course of months to years and go through revision and revision, go back revision, go forward a few revisions, and then sometimes go all the way back. You don't get charged for that because we want to offer you the best solution that works for you. And that's from the drop-ins to the engineering side to the serving side. Now, as we move to the serving side down here at Plant One, uh, we offer uh, four different lines. And um, I, I don't really – I dislike calling it an entry level because they're all given the same amount of thought – the same amount of um, uh, effort, the process, uh, the quality, the quality control, the engineering, the design, it's all given the same amount of love uh, um, through the plant. So, uh, but if we have to start from um, what I would call an entry level uh, line, I would say that's our CA line. Uh, it's a um, fully welded aluminum frame. It has a very uh, straight edge institutional look. Uh, it has uh, exposed casters. It has a cord drop for each drop in you place. So every uh, drop in will have a cord and plug. It's drop in spe specific. So it has our uh, flange our, that we're known for, our beaded edge flange. Uh, it has a trigger locking mechanism as well. That's a bullhorn locking mechanism that's in the um, the top. And uh, they kind of uh, have a little gap in your lineup. And it fits. It fits a lot of uh, uh, institutions that, that want to go into that price point or that look. Um, the next tier over will be our BL line, right? Uh, if we have to call that a mid-tier. It has very soft edges. It has uh, nice uh, round aluminum uh, extrusions for the corners. Uh, the buffets will have all sides be uh, soft round aluminum extrusions. It has a bullhorn design top. So again, these are very soft European looking edges. Uh, a lot of school systems like this type of uh, unit. The serving line has no gap in the lineup. So it's a little tighter than the CA line. It's still an aluminum, fully aluminum welded frame. The locking mechanisms are cam lock, so it has a nice cam lock design to kind of clasp over the next unit, lock in place, uh, has recessed casters, they have a, a junction box in each uh, unit, so you have one drop, one cord drop for all of your units that might uh, fit your electrical um, design of your uh, school system. Uh, and that would be our uh, mid-tier line. So those are your CA and your BL. Uh, and again, I think the, the highlights there, they're fully aluminum uh, welded frames. Uh, and even though they have different price price points, they still get the same love and quality throughout our process. Uh, as you as you move up, you want, you go to our, um, I, you know, again, I hate using the term premium, but you'll go to our, uh, our next line up and that'll be our infinity line. Uh, it started out with um, our infinity a custom line, which is along, it's it's the idea that 
here's the things we do. Here's the things Atlas offers. You can put that into one serving line. The concept here is here is this large serving line that looks like it's built into your facility. Like you bought the facility with this serving line built in place. It's quite beautiful. And none of them are the same because it's fully custom. Um, we, it offers us uh, what kind of space you want, what kind of top you want, what kind of electrical uh, uh, system do you want? Uh, how, how is your design? Is it a straight edge design? Is it a curved design? Does it have unique patterns? Uh, do you want some sort of um, laminate or template built on the side to uh, uh, give you beautiful aesthetics? It's a fully stainless steel uh, welded frame. It's uh, it's something to be uh, just fond over. And every one of those units are different than the one before. None of them are the same. I've never had an Infinity come through my shop and be the same. Now, uh, the Infinity line is very interesting because uh, I think a lot of people love the idea about it, love these, I, this idea that you can mix and match your, your drop-ins, your built-ins, your top, um, your laminate selection, your storage selection. But it's cumbersome to have it custom-built every time. And that went into our Infinity Fit line where we said, hey, how do we take this stainless steel frame that offers all sorts of great things we do at Atlas and make that modular, keep that built in look like that low profile to the floor, like it came with your facility. How do we do that uh, for customers? And that became the infinity fit line. So it's uh, infinity fit line is our fully modular stainless steel, fully welded stainless steel frame uh, line. Uh, it's a, uh, a beautiful line. The mica uh, goes, uh, to the edge of the cart line and meets the next side of mica so it looks like it's just one almost like a lego piece of mica just all this big blocks like how did you do that and it's got such a low profile it looks like it's built into the floor but you can move it and clean in that space so it's modular you can mix and match you can set your area up for um dinner or breakfast you know you may have you may offer a different view a different serving line a a different path uh, through your facility at, at those times, and you can pull them apart and put them together. Uh, the stainless steel frame has the um, a, a locking mechanism trigger system that RCA features, and that goes back into, I don't think any line is better or worse than the other. They're just different offerings because that trigger system is just fabulous. So we put that on the Infinity Fit line. And that's built into the side of the frame. And when you don't want that there, we have these special laminate caps that you kind of plug in. It looks like this seamless cart just sitting by itself. They're, they're something spectacular to look at their work of arts. So the Infinity Fit line um, is, uh, again, modular, offers a built-in look, kind of like the BL, uh, not a drop-in look, even though uh, we'll do it if, if a customer uh, requests that. Um, and I hope people go to our website and, and take a look at uh, that lineup and all the different lineups and see what fits their idea, their 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 imagination the best. And that's why we offer all four of those lines. So you, you mentioned that, hey, I don't I don't want to call it entry level. But the fact is you offer a variety of products that's going to fit within everybody's budget. And I. Sitting here listening and reflecting on my time down in your factory, um, I I vision it like this. Maybe Mercedes Benz has many different classes of cars <laughs> within their portfolio, right? And they're yeah. all rock star cars. But they yeah. and and that's how I think you guys are. I mean, from your least expensive line to your most expensive line, the quality control stays there the whole time. So I, I don't think there's a, there's a lesser version of anything. You just got a great quality version. That's going to, that's going to fit within any of your customers budgets. That's that, that's how I, that's how I talk about your lines. 
right. and, and I think that's fair to say. It's just uh, I spent so many time and uh, so much time with all of these different lines that go through our facility. I mean, I think we have one of each going through our facility right now. And the attention to detail on each of those lines remains the same. It's just the design difference. It's just uh, the creative uh, solution that a customer may want for their facility. That's all that changes. Uh, yes, the pricing does change, but the same quality, the same dedication goes yeah. into each and every uh, unit and car. You, you mentioned something something else, and I, I specifically asked you guys this when I was down there because um, – I don't know where you are in this progress, but when I was down there, you guys were in the design process for a really, really large and and um, difficult. I think is a good way to put it. Uh, cafeteria that you're you were putting together, and and your designer was telling me how many hours and hours and hours he had in that, into that project, and I said. Well, cool. Let me help me understand more. So when when I come to you with a with a custom design that's going to require all kinds of uh, design time, how much more does that add to the to the process? And you said zero. And I was like, that doesn't even make any sense to me. This man right here has put weeks and weeks and weeks in this design, creating something that's that's that had to go on top of some very difficult situations, um, physical things that were in place at the time, and it just blew me away that uh, you guys. There was no extra fee for that. Um, that was that was crazy to me. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think that's something we've always offered. Uh, it's something that it's one again. I I, I to beat a, a dead horse. Uh, it's something we. Um, it's just us. It's who we are. We don't charge for engineering times, and sometimes uh, those that engineering time is lost, right? Sometimes those things don't formulate into something, but sometimes they do, and many, well, many times they do, and they become something special. So, yeah, this job going through our plant right now, which is uh, two in, two custom infinities, both going to the same cafeteria, both huge. very different, uh, huge, absolutely. Uh, they're monstrous, and they're beautiful, and they'll, they 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 we make them as big as they'll fit through your door, right? They got to get onto a truck and they do have to get through your door, but uh, they're seamed inside the, um, the cafeteria uh, by the installers and they become this built-in beautiful monstrosity, uh, uh, just gorgeous. And the engineering time that's gone into it, which has been hours, uh, it's been meetings, it's been phone calls, it's been all sorts of back and forth and revisions. Um, that is not added uh, uh, to the cost, not even on the back end. Uh, I think we're very transparent about that. It's it's something our engineers uh, uh, enjoy doing. We love seeing it. I think it's a competitive edge we have, and it's just something we've always done. Uh, it's just something that's been who we are. Uh, you know, we want to give you a solid product. We want you to be happy, so we'll spend the time to do it. And we don't think that should result in a charge. Well, again, I think that's that's one more thing that sets you guys apart from many, if not all, your competitors. So kudos for that. Um, so what's in the, what's in store for the future? What are, what are, what are things that are coming up? New trends, new innovations. What what's what can customers expect from Atlas? Well, you know, uh, I think you know, we're always innovating where innovation makes sense. We don't ever want to bring a product uh, to um, to fruition if it just isn't who we are, if it doesn't make sense in our portfolio, if it doesn't add value to what we do and to uh, the customer. So, um, you know, a lot of our uh, R&D goes into listening to feedback from the customer. So a lot of new things are actually just solid revisions from feedback we get from our customers. Um, I'll give you an example. We have uh, a dial uh, that we tweak just a tad bit more because uh, we've had a customer to say, hey, you know, it would be really neat if we could have a little more edge on the tolerance of that dial. And we said, you know, we, we, we think we could do that. And uh, we reworked something so minuscule, something that most people would never notice. And it's going to be offered throughout because, you know, that was the feedback we got and it made sense. And I think it added value. So while you wouldn't say that's a new thing or something uh, uh, just 
so insanely, you know, special. I think it adds more value to our current units going forward than just a new product that means not much to the industry. Um, another example was our serving lines. We have all these toggle switches made up. A, a customer say, hey, it'd be really cool if we could move this into a certain area for, for me. And, and, you know, we did it and we said, you know, this, this is something that adds value throughout the whole line. So why don't we start to incorporate this in the future? And it's like, all right, well, let's spend the time, get the engineering changes going and and let's do this right. Because you know what? This is such a creative solution from a customer. Uh, and if we can incorporate that and make our units better for everybody, we'll do it. Why not? And so a lot of our progress comes in in places such as that. Uh, now, as for uh, uh, new units to the field, uh, I think uh, we're debuting right now. Uh, currently, um, the WQHC uh, um, well size is two and three, and that's our uh, mixed hot cold units. I think we offer something special. We um, we base it off of our RM architecture, that RM framework that everyone's come to know and love uh, from Atlas, and we made it uh, into this hot and cold feature. So it's like uh, our HP units, but each well is hot or cold side by side with no immersion element, with one compressor, with no computer boards inside that can uh, degrade over time. We use our standard Atlas way uh, that we believe in because we want you to take this unit and keep it at your facilities for as long as you can. Uh, We're not here to resell equipment. We're here to give you quality equipment the first time so we're debuting that and just i want to say right before the pandemic we debuted the infinity fit line so um you know it's only been uh, uh two years and if you count the pandemic it's been like no years it just uh flew by so that those are our current new products that we're excited to bring to the field and in a few years if you check back in with me i hope we're bringing another new new neat project to the field as well awesome 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 so for all our listeners out there who are going to be attending the uh, show in Denver, the School Nutrition Association Annual Na- National Conference, be sure to check out the uh, booth that uh, Atlas is going to have over there, and, and you're going to catch me there for a little while, too. So um, more on that. Um, Dom, i got to say it's, it's been such a pleasure uh, talking with you today. Can't wait for my next trip to Miami to come see you guys. Hopefully that'll happen here pretty soon. Um, anything else you want to add before we end our show today? You know, we're excited to see you at SNA. Uh, I'm so thankful for you uh, having me on. I appreciate it. It was wonderful to have you down here in Miami. Of course, you're always welcome back. I know Miami's a, a hard sell, um, but if you find yourself down our way, you know, our doors are open door policy. Our doors are always open uh, for you to come by and visit and see what's going on in the shop. Um, and I just want to thank you for uh, for having me on and listening to me drone on and go on because I'll talk for a long, long time. So Brother, I be, appreciate be, you that. could be dangerous <laughs> on a podcast together if we didn't put some time limits together. We would make Joe Rogan's podcast seem really short. Both of us are passionate and love what we do, and and I'm a huge fan of you guys, and so glad to be a, a, a partner, School Food Rocks partner with you guys to help promote your products because uh, you know we we only partner with people we believe are the best in the industry and. And in my opinion, and I stand behind everybody I promote, you guys are rock stars and uh, School Food Rocks approved. So um, more on our, our visit to SNA in a, another week and a half. And uh, we'll, we'll definitely bring some highlights about uh, what you guys have there and, uh, and maybe some new exciting news coming soon, too. So, uh, brother, it's been, a, it's been a pleasure and uh, can't wait to talk to you again. Uh, so until next time, let's go. Let's go. I appreciate it.